Hi there. Welcome to Ask Abby, a podcast for newer business owners who are navigating the early years of entrepreneurship. I know how overwhelming those first few years in business can be, but you don't have to do it alone. I'll be bringing you the tips, resources, and encouragement you need to get organized in your business and finally make this your full-time job. We'll laugh, we'll cry, but we'll be in it together the entire time. All right, friends, let's do this thing. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Ask Abby. Today, we're going to be talking some big topics as I am teaching you how to develop, how to write a business plan. And this is a business plan for solo entrepreneurs. So if you are looking to create a business plan for like a big corporation, um, for um, any sort of business that's looking to get investors, any if you're looking for the kind of business plan that you would like take to a bank to try to get a loan, this is not the podcast for you. This podcast, we're really going to be focusing on the solo entrepreneur, the self-employed woman, the freelancer who is looking to kind of start a business, looking to get into business. Maybe the woman who's been working a day job, but she's always thought, ooh, you know, I would love to have a business selling jewelry. Ooh, I would love to have a business organizing people's homes. Ooh, I would love to have a business doing whatever, right? So This is really for the solopreneur to just get clear on like who you are, what you're doing, and develop some sort of plan for moving forward more than like a formal written business plan that would go to like a bank to get investments. So want to start by saying that this is a how to kind of develop and write a business plan for the self-employed lady. So Yeah. So get ready, get a notebook out, get ready to take some notes. So first and foremost, what we're going to worry about is the who. Who are you? You know, what is it that you do? Who are you? And who are you for? Who are you here for? So we can get really, really specific on this. So Maybe you're a therapist, but like, who do, what do you specialize in? Who are you for? Maybe you're a therapist for people who've experienced childhood trauma or ADHD or, um, you know, whatever, any range of things. So who are you here for and who are you? So maybe you're, maybe you make earrings And you have really sensitive ears and your ears are really sensitive to earrings. So you make earrings that you know are perfect for sensitive ears, right? That's who you are and that's who it's for. It's really specific. That is a real client of mine as well too. Who are you for? For me, I'm a business coach and I help self-employed women, right, who feel really overwhelmed, who are kind of newer to business, newer to entrepreneurship, maybe even just getting started to um, stay on track and move in the direction of their goals. So who are you? And get really, really clear on what that's going to look like for your business. Like who are you and what do you do? If you don't know this basic first step, right, it's going to be really hard to move forward. Who are you and who is it for? right? Next up, 
And I would get really specific about the who is it for, right? Um, really imagine like what does that ideal person look like? Like is it for um, – you know, maybe your services are for moms. Like maybe you want to clean houses. You want to organize houses for like moms who just really struggle to keep up with the house since they had the kids, right? Or maybe you want to help clean homes for people who have hoarder situations, right? So just really get really, really clear on this. Like who, who are you, who are you and who are you here to help and who are you here for? And if you don't know, like if you've had this call, like, oh, I've always wanted to get into entrepreneurship, but I don't even know what I would do. Think about like your natural gifts. What are you really naturally talented at? What what is something that people are always like, oh, wow, you have such a gift at blank, at speaking to blank. Like, who are you? Like, for me, I've always connected people. Like, I've always been like the glue that held my friend groups together and like, the person who's like, oh, you know who could help you with that? This person. And who could help you with that? This person. So I'm seeing that now show up in my business of I'm connecting people, right? I'm connecting self-employed women with the resources that they need. And those people who are, you know, these experts and coaches, I'm connecting them with clients. It's this, right? I'm this like glue. So who are you? And um, not who you think you should be, not who other people told you should be. Who really are you? So if you're feeling stuck on what you would even do for a business, that's a great place to start. And what are your passions, right? What are you passionate about? What do you love? Second step is what? What are you actually selling? So now that we know who you are and we know um, who you're here for, what are you actually selling? So we kind like think about the ADHD therapist we talked about. Okay, we know they're a therapist. We know they help people with ADHD. Um, maybe even have ADHD themselves. Maybe that's why they're passionate about it, right? But what are they actually selling, right? What they're actually selling is single sessions of therapy, is maybe a container of therapy. Maybe it's group therapy. Maybe it's texting therapy, right? So I don't know. I don't know what that looks like, but what is the what? What are the products? What are the services that you're actually going to offer? So let's take the earring example. Um what are you actually going to offer? Maybe you're going to offer little studs. Maybe you're going to offer dangly earrings. Maybe you're going to offer both. Maybe you're going to offer just single earrings. Maybe you're going to offer packs of earrings. Maybe you're going to offer necklaces, right? What What is it that you're actually selling? So once you know like who you are and what you do, so like I'm a business coach, right? I help women, entrepreneurs. What I'm selling is a community, right? I'm selling access to a community and I'm also selling one-on-one coaching packages. So those are my actual products. Now, I want to encourage you to stay flexible here. The problem with business plans, and I see this all, it's like people create a plan and then they feel like they can't stray from it. But go, you know, being in flow and going with the flow and pivoting as you need to is always, always going to be more important than some arbitrary plan that you set in place. So I want you to be married to these products or this what. This could shift. This can change. Really, all of this can shift and change. So maybe you start creating products and your business plan. Initially, you're going to do hanging earrings and studs. But then you start to find that no one's really buying the studs. Everyone's buying the hanging earrings. And the studs take you more time to make. And, you know, it just doesn't really make sense. So those might come out of your business plan. So stay flexible. You're not married to any of this. Things could shift. Things can change. But 
right out the gate, what would you plan to sell? You know, are you just selling one-off coaching sessions? Are you selling containers of coaching sessions? Are you selling group coaching sessions? Like what is it that you're actually putting out there? You're actually selling to people. And with that, like that can kind of help you to figure out your who, right? That first up, your who. Who is this really for? The, you know, maybe your earrings are for women who just want to feel confident, right? Maybe your earrings are for women who are, or not women, right? See, catching myself doing something like that, right? Maybe these are earrings that are for anyone, any gender. Maybe these are gender non-conforming earrings. I would love that, right? To really get clear on like, who is your audience? Like, who are the people you want to attract, Who are the people that you want to sell to? It's going to help it make it a lot easier to figure out as you move forward. It's like, okay, am I selling to moms? Am I selling to parents? Am I selling to teachers? Am I selling to, like, what, who is your target audience? And again, you're not married to this. You're not married to it. Might be several different things. But getting really clue on your, (laughs) clue, oh my gosh, getting really clear on your who and your what. And this is like the basis. Lots of you probably even have this figured out. You know what you want to sell. You know what you want to do, but it's all the other pieces. So next on your business plan, the third piece we're going to think about is your why. Why are you doing this work? Why do you want to get into a business? And why are you doing this specific work? So maybe your why is, that you hate working your day job and you really want more time flexibility, right? Time freedom. Maybe your why is you want to spend more time with your kids, right? Entrepreneurship would allow you to spend more time with your kids than your current job. Maybe your why is because you grew up with ADHD and you really like, you know those challenges and you want to help other kids and other people to work within that, right? To work, to structure their life, to figure out life, Um, And to have that support that you didn't have. Maybe your why is, like I said, um, my earrings, my ears were always bothered by everybody else's earrings. So I wanted to make earrings that were safe for my ears, right? Or um, whatever. What is your why? Like for me, my why is like, I want to see women-owned businesses take over the freaking world. Like I want to see money come out of the hands of rich white men, like the 1%. And I want to see us have the money. I want you women to be making your own money by your own rules so that we get to decide what the future looks like, right? So even though I'm a business coach, like my why is like, we're taking down the patriarchy, right? It's going down, sucka. So like, what is your mission? What is the reason you show up? Like, what is the reason that you feel so passionately about this work and what you want to do. Maybe you want to clean homes and organize homes for people. um, And you feel really passionate about that because you grew up with a mom who could never stay organized and blah, blah, blah. You want to give that to someone else. Okay. So really think about the why behind what you're doing. And this is something that I want you to carry with you, right? Again, this might shift and change and other things might add to it. You might have 10, 15 whys. There might not just be one. But this is something I really want you to keep close to your heart. I really want you to 
come back to because your why is everything and it's what's going to keep you on track. It's what's going to keep you focused. So this mission piece is so important. Why do you want to do what you want to do? And really exclaim that out to the universe, God, spirit, whatever you want to call it. Like, this is why I want to help people, right? I want to help people. I want to have time freedom. I don't want to be held down by a nine to five job, right? So what is it that's really, really behind your mission? The second part of this same piece is why you? Why you? Why would somebody choose you over somebody else? Why would someone buy your earrings instead of somebody else's? Why would somebody hire you as their therapist instead of somebody else? What makes you special? What makes you unique? What are your gifts? What are your um, strengths? What do you excel at? Why you? This sometimes can be the hardest part. But when we're coming into business and we're coming into a market that we're likely not the first person in the market, there's another really important piece to hold close to your heart. Why you? Why would somebody choose you instead of somebody else? Why might somebody choose me as a coach instead of somebody else? Why might somebody choose my containers instead of somebody else's? So why you? So the fourth, the fourth step, the fourth kind of part of your business plan is where. So we know what you're doing. We know what you're selling. We know who you are. We know who you're here for. We know who your ideal client is. We know why you're here. We know your mission. We know why someone would choose you over somebody else. But where are you actually going to sell? Where will you sell? Where will you market? Where will you take money, right? So this is a great time to think about the logistics. Like where will you sell your earrings? Are you gonna sell them in local shops? Are you gonna sell them at craft fairs? Are you gonna sell them on Etsy? Are you gonna sell them on your website? Are you gonna sell them on Instagram, right? Like, and again, we're gonna stay flexible here. We're gonna stay flexible here. And my biggest piece of advice, because I think this is where people start to get like, in circles, right? It's like, okay, should I do Etsy or should I do my own website or should I like, and it's like, okay, pros, cons, pros, cons, pros, cons. You're always going to have time to grow. You're always going to have time to, to shift and change and pivot and alter how you're doing things. But what is the lightest, like what feels the lightest and the easiest and the most doable for you right now? So, well, yeah, You might do a little research and you might find that everything online is telling you that the best place to market and sell your earrings is on your own website because you're driving traffic to your website and you're avoiding Etsy fees and blah, blah, blah. They might have all these reasons. But if you are brand new to business, if you still have a side job and you're just like, you just want to test the waters, you just want to start selling your earrings and see if they even sell, it doesn't really make sense for you to invest in an e-commerce platform. So that can be like a someday goal. Like, but for right now, maybe you just start putting them on Instagram and posting them in, in your stories and people can buy them from you there. I've seen lots of businesses do that. 
And as you grow, maybe it's time to join Etsy or maybe it's time to get the website, right? So if you're new and you're just starting out, which I'm sure you are, if you've made it this far into the podcast, you probably aren't already solidly in business. It's like, where can you sell your products that feels light and easy and doable for you right now? Like a whole e-commerce platform might not feel light and easy for you right now. That might feel daunting and scary. And that doesn't mean you'll never get there. Doesn't mean if you put in your business plan, you're going to start selling on Instagram that you can never add an e-commerce platform. You, Of course you can. But it's what actually just feels the best to you right now starting out. So one of my clients, one of the girls in the inner circle, the VIP level of self-employed sisterhood, reached out to us this morning and said um, she needs to get her email list started. She was like, I need to get my email list started. I put up a question box on um, my stories and a bunch of people gave me their emails. So now I need to create a list. So I said to her, I mean, go ahead and create a list if that's what really feels best for you. You know, on MailChimp, she was like, I don't, I just, I'm, I'm gonna have to figure out MailChimp and how it works and how to make an email and make a template and all that stuff. And I said, well, like, what if you just sent an email right from your like Gmail account or whatever? Like you put everybody's name down on a list. You just sent an email for now and maybe figure out MailChimp in a couple of months, Right. And she ended up saying that she actually felt good. She already had a MailChimp account. She actually felt like it was t- the time was now. So great, right? I'm all about that. I love systems that make our lives easier. But if it's pressure and you're dreading it and you're like, oh my God, MailChimp, oh, it makes me feel like I'm going to vomit, then what can you do that's light and easy? Can you just send an email to the 10 people on your list or whatever and worry about the formal newsletter server? later on down the line, like when you can get to it. So what feels light and easy? Where can you get your products out there right now that feels light, easy, and doable? Maybe that's on, um, just on Instagram. You're posting them on Instagram. Maybe you're going to have a shop. Maybe you're going to do Etsy, right? Maybe you're just going to do craft fairs. You're not even going to bother online. Maybe online is really where you want to go. So this is what you're thinking about here. Am I selling online? Am I selling in craft fairs? Am I doing both? I would just definitely encourage you to focus on a couple of things. Pick a couple of things. Um, Don't try to build Rome in an hour, right? Don't try to build Rome in a day. Pick a couple of places that feel good for you to start. Start there. And as things grow, you can always expand your platforms, right? You don't need to be everywhere right out the gate. Where are you going to, we're still in our where, where are you going to market? Where are you going to market your your services or your business? Um, if you're a therapist, are you going to get your own website? Are you going to um, get on psychology today? Are you going to um, reach out to local ADHD centers? I don't even know if that's a thing, but that's me making that up. And, uh, you know, give them some business cards and tell them that you exist. Are you going to go to the schools and give the schools your information, right? Like, where is this actually going to take place? Um, If you're a service-based business, like, how is it, where is it going to take place? Are you going to work virtually? Are you going to work in an office? Like, this is where all the logistics are going to get sorted out. 
Where are you going to market yourself? Where are you going to market your services? And again, I'm going to encourage you here to pick one or two that feel really good. Like Instagram feels really good and my podcast, right? So that's where I'm at right now for marketing. Could I be on Facebook and Pinterest and blah, 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 blah? Probably. Will I someday? Maybe. But right now I'm focusing on the two platforms that feel best and most aligned for me. So where are you going to market? And then where are you going to take money? Where will you take money? Are you, you know, just selling in your stories and people can Venmo you? Are people writing you a check? Are you getting square? Do you get square and you sign up for square, right? Are you going to go right for the e-commerce platform and Etsy? So, this, this, um, fourth step, this where is going to take the most market research. This is where I really encourage you to go look at what other people are doing, what other people in your industry are doing, not to copy what they're doing, not to feel pressure, not to feel bad about yourself, but just to give you an idea of like, what, what are my options, right? So you're not going to look up one earring place and be like, oh, well, this is how they do it. That's how I have to do it. You're going to look up a bunch of different earring places and you're going to be like, okay, I, you know, this one's got Etsy and this one's got that. Or maybe you look up a, an article Etsy versus Instagram shop. I can't think of what the Instagram shopping is called, right? So this is where your market research is going to come in. You're going to kind of, you're going to figure out, again, you're not married to it, but roughly what's feeling best for you, you know, what, where do you feel like you really want to show up? And this is, this is the time to research, but I don't want you getting really caught up in other people's businesses, or I think you're just going to spin off and lose your marbles. This is also a great time. If you have a support system in your life, if you have other entrepreneurs in your life, this is a really great time to get those answers. Um, for women in the self-employed sisterhood community, like this is a time to show up and say, Hey, has anybody ever used Etsy? What are the fees like? Do you know what? I've done this a ton of times. Like when I went to host my first online course, it was like, I asked a bunch of my entrepreneur friends, like, are you using Kajabi? Are you using Teachable? Like, where are you at? Right? So this is the time to really lean on your support, your network of support. Um, And ask them like, what have they done? What have they used in the past? How is using Venmo for business working for them? Do they prefer Square or Stripe? right? I, when, when business owners, and obviously I have a ton of business owners in my, um, in my field, but when business owners ask me those questions, I really love, love to give them that feedback. Um, because that's one of those huge, huge time savers. If I can tell you, these are the parts I loved about Squarespace. These are the parts I loved about Wix. These are the parts I loved about GoDaddy, right? If you have someone who's been through it, and can tell you, okay, this is what I loved about this. This is what I loved about that. You can make an educated decision. So market research and turning to your community if you've got them, right? If you've got people who've kind of done what you want to do, this is the time to reach out. This is the time to ask for help and ask for support. And if you're really struggling with um, bringing yourself to ask for help and bringing yourself to receive that support, go ahead and listen to... um, the recent episode of the podcast, I don't know if it'll be last week or the week before, but um, the self-employed doesn't mean you have to do it all yourself. Go listen to that one. 
All right, our next step, we're moving into our fifth step in the business plan here, and that is how. How will you execute a lot of this? How will you execute your marketing, right? Are you going to be posting content? Are you going to be, how you know, how often are you going to be posting content? Are you going to be posting reels? Um, and again, you're not married to any of this. This can all shift and change. This is just to give you like a jumping off point. Are you... This still is tying into the where a little, and I find these two go really, really, really in hand. But like, how are you going to market on TikTok or on Instagram or on Facebook? You know, how will you find your customers? Are we going to do mostly like attracting market, uh, marketing, attraction marketing online on Instagram? Are we doing referrals? How are you going to source your supplies? How are you going to actually do anything that you need to do? So like, how are you going to see these clients at night after your day job, on the weekends? How is this going to work into your into your life? So this is really the um, where execution comes into play. If you're making products, like how are you going to source the things like where and where, where are you getting them from? Where are you getting the little earring things from? And the, the connectors that connect the little earring piece to the dangly par. And how are you going to put it together? Are you going to do it yourself? Are you going to contract someone to help you with labor? Are you going to, um, you know, batch do them? Are you going to do them on, on demand? So like I have a client who, who does that, right? Every time someone orders it, she makes it instead of making batches. But what works best for you, you know? So this is the how, this is the execution. Actually seeing this through. Um, If you're service-based, if you're in a service-based business, like how are you actually going to help people? Like, so you're a coach, right? Say you're a coach or a therapist. Like how are you going to actually, like what are the tools? Do you have PDFs that you're going to give them? Do you have something else that you're kind of can give them or... um, how is it going to come through? Are you going to offer support between sessions? Are you going to um, are you going to meet them, you know, face to face in person at your office? Are you going to do virtual calls, right? So we're kind of, we've kind of talked about some of this, but hashing out all the details on how how is this going to look? How is it going to go? Um, are you going to be posting on Instagram every day? Are you going to be posting three times a week? Like just get a vibe for how you're going to actually make this thing happen and how you're going to get business to you. Now, again, you're not married to this because when you start doing this, you're going to see things shift and change. So you might solidly go in and be like, yeah, okay. So the how is I'm going to market on Instagram and I'm going to make the pieces at night after my day job. But then you start and you're making them at night and you're tired and you're, it's not working and you don't have the energy. So that's got to shift and you decide you've got to make them on the weekends. And um, posting on Instagram every day is really draining and stressful and you're getting kind of burnt out doing that. So, okay, let me shift that. How I'm going to do that is post three times a week, twice a week, right? So you're not married to any of this. All of this can change. All of it can shift. And the last one, six, is when. So when are you going to do this? 
and setting up a rough timeline for what this looks like for you. When are you going to announce it? If you're going to do a new Instagram, when are an account, Facebook, right? Any sort of marketing account for your business, when are you going to launch that? When are you going to open the doors? When are you going to do your first market, your first um, craft fair? When are you going to when are you going to start this thing? And then this is also the time that, you know, when are you going to, um, when are you hoping for it to grow? So this is where we're really going to set goals. When am I hoping to achieve my financial goals? How much money are you hoping to bring in? Now, maybe this is just a side hustle and you'd be happy with an extra thousand dollars a month. Sounds amazing, right? Who wouldn't want another thousand dollars a month? Or maybe you really want to get this business to full time so you can leave your day job and you would feel a lot better with like 4,000 a month. So when are you hoping to achieve a thousand a month? When are you hoping to achieve 3,000 a month, 4,000 a month in you know, it's October right now. So by January, I want to be making a thousand a month, right? By July, I want to be at full time. I want to be at four or 5,000 a month and set these goals. And again, they're going to change. They're going to pivot. You may exceed them. You may not meet them. You're, you're, this is all a process. Business is so much about just doing and then, and then seeing what's working, seeing what's not and pivoting accordingly. So this isn't a rigid plan. This isn't a rigid structure. This is just an idea to give you a jumping off point um, so you feel comfortable kind of as you move forward. So when? When are you going to be um, achieving these goals? And you take this money framework, and this is how I want you to figure out your pricing. We're going to do this backwards. So Um, And this may not be applicable to every industry, so take this with what you will, but this is how we're going to figure out your pricing. If you want to make an extra $1,000 a month selling your earrings on the side and you know that you can probably make about, whatever, I'm just going to guess because I have no idea I don't make earrings, but you can make five earrings after school, after work. You get home and you can make like five sets of earrings is like a reasonable amount for you to get done like on a weeknight after, after you get home from work and you feel pretty solid in doing that three nights a week, let's say. So I'm going to do some math. So if three nights a week, you can make five earrings, that's 15 earrings a week. So that's the amount that you physically feel you have the capability to put out with your job, with your whatever, right? So that's going to be 60 earrings a month. If your goal is to make 1,000 a month off of those 60 earrings, the math comes out to 16.6667. So $17 is what you would need to charge for those earrings, right? So we're going to We're going to actually create our pricing less around, okay, what do I think someone's willing to pay for this? And more around, okay, what what do I need to feel supported? And we're going to set up our pricing that way. 
Now, I did not include the cost of what it costs her to make those earrings, yada, yada. We did not get that in depth with it. If you, you know, obviously you can take this further and figure out exactly how much it costs you to make each earrings. I'm probably greatly, I bet it, you can make earrings faster than that anyway, but I don't know. I've never done it. Right. So, um, you know, like I know I, we have a woman in the community who makes macrame and it's extremely time consuming. It's extremely time consuming. And she tends to undercharge for it because she has a hard time bringing herself to put that big old price tag on it. But when we think logically about the amount of time that it takes her and the skills that it's taken her to be able to make that, it's like, what do you need to make to feel supported by your business and backtrack to figure out your pricing, right? I'm going to give you an example of how I did this with services. So when I was in massage, I would take, you know, I've talked to some massage therapists who will take like eight eight massages a day. That's wild to me. I never could do that. It was too much physically on my body. I just, my energy, it was just, that was an absolutely unattainable goal for me. So four a day felt, felt better. Um, and I would work like that. I would do four a day, like five days a week. So it's like 20 massages. Even, even that's more than I really logically could take. But basically the idea I'm trying to get across here was four a day was about the max that I could take. And for a little while, I, um, you know, I started doing massage. I found out really quickly that like my hands felt like they were going to fall off if I took too many massages, but I wasn't making enough money. So now where your typical brain might say, okay, more money, more massages. That's the only way more money, more massages. But that didn't sit right with me. I didn't, I knew I didn't have the energy to do it. I knew that I would be burnt out and I knew that the clients towards the end of my day would be getting less of the same service as my clients in the beginning of the day. They wouldn't be getting the same version of me. They'd be getting a tired version of me. So I really, you know, adding, while adding more seems like it will solve the making more money issue, really I would be putting out less quality work. So I'm working more, but Clients likely aren't going to get as many results, maybe not as repeat customers, right? Like the experience isn't going to be so good. So I knew that um, I needed to take four, I could only take four people a day. And for a little while, I'd, you know, kind of looked at it and I knew that if I took five people a day, it would solve the money issue, right? So I looked at my schedule and I started to realize that like five a day wasn't happening. There was no way. I did not have the energy for that. But what was happening is for most of my clients, they were booking our appointments and I was going over by like 10 or 15 minutes because we'd get to the end of the session. I'd be in the middle of something and I would be like, Ooh, do you have a few more minutes? I just, I want to, I want to kind of wrap this up. I want to really make sure you get the attention you deserve. So it occurs to me one day that I'm really doing 75 minutes for everybody. And if I charged for that extra 15 minutes for all four of those people, that would be the equivalent of my fifth client. So I changed my rates to fit my energy. And I started telling clients that it takes me 75 minutes. You have to book 75 minutes. And this is the price. And basically I got around it right now. I only have four people coming still a day, which is less, um, you know, 
to have five people, like I would have that time in between where I have to clean and switch the sheets. And so to have four people is actually less energetically for me. It's less of me energetically focusing on a new person. It's, but I'm making now the money. So I kind of, I took my goal and I calculated backwards to figure out the rate. Okay. And I knew I needed to make this rate. And so like, and that continued to happen as I, as I determined my rates, it would, was, you know, people would say, I sometimes would have local massage therapists say to me, like, I've been doing this way longer than you and you charge more than me. And I was like, okay, well, that sounds like a you problem. Maybe you need to be charging more, you know? None of my clients complained about my prices. And that was what I needed to be able to show up, fully support them, and give them the best freaking quality work that I could. So that's my other tidbit on pricing. Totally, totally irrelevant. But yeah, really stop thinking about it in what terms of what you expect people to pay. Think about what it's actually costing you. Think about your financial goals and back calculate it. And those are your prices. And you have your prices. This is a service I would love to help you with. So if you're struggling with this, reach out to me. I would love to do a session and do that. That's like one of my most fun things. I really hope that this has helped you to get clear on if you want to start a business, if you're deciding to step into a business, how to kind of take those first steps and how to develop a plan so that when you do, when you decide, okay, I'm selling the earrings, I'm, I'm, I'm opening the side practice, you have an understanding of what that's going to look like what your goals are, why you're doing what you're doing, who you're here to help, and how you're actually going to execute that, how you're going to actually show up and help those people. So I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope this gave you a little bit of an overview on um, just understanding how to have a bit of a plan as you step into business. And I just want to encourage you to remember that you cannot plan life. Like you cannot plan what's going to happen six months into your business, a year into your business, three years into your business. You have no idea what the future holds. All a plan is, is something to give you a little structure. It's not something you're married to. It's not inflexible or rigid. And it's not something that you have to like stick to very closely. The business plan is just more to sell yourself on the possibility that this could be your future. Like when you write all this out, you're going to be like, I could do this. You're gonna be like, I have a plan. I know what I'm doing. I know who I'm doing. I know where I'm headed, wh- what I'm going to do, what I'm going to sell, where I'm going to sell it. Right? You don't have everything figured out, but you just have a solid foundation. But that's all a plan is. It's a foundation. It's You are not married to it. Business is a third line process. It is always changing. It is always flexing. You are always going to be shifting and altering. I hope that this helped. I hope this helped you develop a um, plan for your business or your hope to be someday business. And if this resonated with you, if it helped, please reach out, send me a message. You guys know I love to hear from you. Um, And yeah, let me know if you have any questions. I, I really truly believe that um, you know, business ownership is possible for so many people. I mean, I don't think it's right for everyone, but I think there's so many people who it's available for, and there's just so little, um, training, education, and resources on how to get there. And, you know, me, my community, we're really, really here 
to support women to set up that life for themselves. Like I want you to have time freedom. I want you to have money freedom. I want you to be really, really happy and fulfilled by your work. And yeah, I'm just super excited and grateful that this is what I get to do for a living. So you've got this, you have what it takes, um, to do this. And yeah, you just need a solid, solid support system at your back, but we got you boo. All right. Love you all. Hope you have a great day and we will see you next time.